Shalom, my brother, of the Masechus, getting that pay gimel. Today's daf discusses those who disagree with that Rebbe Yezer's psak that Ella should work, and the, the reasons why they each say that if a husband divorces his wife with an exception, it shouldn't work. And we slug up four to five of those oppositions. We learn about we don't argue with Gedalim after they've passed away. We discuss a ze oiser matir and uh, what's considered a full krisos. What happens if the husband divorces his wife, but just for only one day? We begin with the Gemara that tells us that after Abeliezer was nifter, four zekhenim came in and argued with Abeliezer's psak that if a husband divorces his wife, saying Ella, which yesterday we said means chutz, uh, with the exception of one person that she's not allowed to marry after this divorce. Rabbi Yezer says that that still works. The four Zekanim that disagreed were Rabbi Yosiak, Lili, Rabbi Tarfan, Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Akiva. Not too shabby. No, number one, Rabbi Tarfan said, I take umbrage with Rabbi Yezer's psak. I believe that, that if he says Ella, it should not work. Not a valid yet. Why? Because if this wife now marries the brother of the one exception, of the one person that the husband said not to marry, he says you're divorced you can marry everyone except for Bob. If she marries Bob's brother and then her husband dies, Bob's, hu- Bob's brother dies, now she's going to fall to Ibum to Bob and she's not allowed to marry Bob because of this silly clause in the divorce. Now, this divorce is now taking away from a mitzvah day rice of Ibum. He learns from there that this get would be ineffective. Rabbi Yosei was the second one who disagreed. He says, where do we ever find that she could be also to one person and mutter to another person? If she's also, she's also to everybody. If she's mutter, she's mutter to everybody. Elamai heals this get doesn't work. Rabbi Yosei Ben-Azario, third opposition, says that the Pesach says, Krisois, there has to be a 100% division between the husband and wife. And it's not. He's still holding on to her Gabe Bob. Rabbi Akiva, the fourth opposer, says, if she were to marry some random guy, not Bob, and she has children, and then her husband dies, or he di- or she divorces him, uh, he divorces her, and then she marries Bob, now retroactively all of her children are going to become mamzerim. Her perfectly legitimate children are going to become married because now she married Bob. It can't be that that she could be mevatel the get and then all her children are mamzer. Melamai, Rabbi Akiva says that the get is invalid. That's not a valid form of divorce. He brings a, there's a dover acher in Rabbi Akiva where he doesn't like Rabbi Liazer for a different reason. If Bob is a koyin and then her first husband who gave her this divorce with the exception of not letting her marry Bob, if he then dies... Gabe Bob, she's not an Almana. For everyone else, she's going to be a Grusha. She was never allowed to marry him because of the funny clause in the divorce. Rabbi Kiva says a Kavachaymer. A Grusha is a lower level Isser marrying a Kayin. It's only an Isser Lav. Kavachaymer, an Ashish Ish to everyone else, should be Aser. She definitely should not be muttered to everyone else because of her isser of Ishas Ish. And Lamai, he doesn't like this form of divorce and says the get wouldn't work. Rabbi Yeshua 
told all of these for Zakanim. Don't awaken the lion after his death. Rabbi Eliezer's psak went out. You can't argue with him once he's passed away. He's not here to defend himself. Now, Rava says that every single one of these four, the, the, the five disputes, are shlug upable, with the exception of Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah. There we, we can't shlug him up. We even have a brisa that says Amr Abiyosi, that he holds of Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah's position more than the other three. But as Ben Azariah said, it has to be a full crisis. And if there's one person she can't marry, it's not a full crisis. But what, how do we slug up the other four oppositions? Rabbi Akiva had two. So number one, Rabbi Tarfan's dislike for the Psak, disagreement, is that if she marries Bob's brother, because of this divorce, she won't be able to do Yibam. So this divorce is in effect of abandoning it in Mitzvah Daraisa. The Gemara just dissects this a little bit. She didn't avoid Yibum. The husband's divorce didn't get, <clears throat> didn't get rid of the Yibum. Memela, because of the divorce, there's like a, a grumma that there is no Yibum to be had. But he's not preventing a Yibum per se. He's making a Tanai that can prevent a Mitzvah Daraisa. Well, it wasn't him that decided that she should marry one of his brothers. That was her doing. Elamai, this get is going to cause some sort of a grumma to uproot a Daraisa indirectly. But that's not an issue. A man's allowed to marry his niece, and if he were to die, his niece is going to fold Yibam to her own father. And yet, we, we, there's no issue in that. We allow that potential bitul Yibam if the marriage is okay. And that's why we slug up, and that's how we slug up Rabbi Tarfan's opposition. Now, how does Rabbi Tarfan understand the word Ella? When the husband divorced her, Ella, Bob, if he means with the exception of Bob, Rabbi Eliezer would allow her to do Yibam with him. You see this in a bride, so Rabbi Eliezer agrees that if someone divorces his wife and tells her, you're allowed to marry everyone except for Bob. And she marries some random person, gets divorced, or this random person dies. She's now allowed to remarry Bob himself. That exception is null and void once she marries beforehand. Elamai Ritarfan learns that this Ella means on the condition. And she would be allowed to violate this condition to do Yibum. Now we respond to Yosi Haglili. His, his whole surprise to Eliezer's psak was how could he have her mutter to one person, usher to the rest of the world, or mutter the rest of the world, usher this one person. If she's usher, she's usher, she's mutter, she's mutter. But that's not true because we have Shumo and Kachim, usher to Kahana, mutter to Yisraelim. And we have no issue with that. It's okay to have some things which are usher to some people and mutter to others. Elamai, he's surprised that there's an Isser Isha by one and not the other. But that's all our rias. Right? An aunt is usher to the nephew, but mutter to everybody else, essentially. Elamai, he's asking on Ishos, marriage. So he's asking, what about Ishus Ish? 
How could she be an Aisha's ish Gabe everybody Gabe Bob, but not an Aisha's ish Gabe Kulialma? That's his question. Our response is that by an Aisha's ish, she's mutter to her husband and usher to everybody else. Why can't you do the exact same thing in a divorce? Usher to Bob, mutter to everybody else. It also must be there. Basically, they understands Ella to mean chutz, not almanas, because if it, just, it was just a tanai, almanas, you don't marry Bob. Technically, she could still have a znus with him, not ishus. And that would count as znus. So they are, halachically, at least a little divorced, gabe, the znus. His question was, was, was the, with the understanding that Elo means, with the exception of Bob. Now, there's, now Rebbe Kiva's opposition to Eliezer Psak was that if she marries someone else, not Bob, after the divorce, and she has children, and then she gets divorced or that husband dies, and then she violates the Tanai or the Get and marries Bob, now those children become Mamzerim? Rabbi Kiva is asking, if, with every marriage, if there's a Tanai there, the marriage shouldn't work because if she violates the Tanai, if there's a Tanai on the Get, any Tanai on the Get, then the Get would be Batal, and all the children from her marriage post facto will be Mamzerim. If Rabbi Akiva understands that Ella means with the exception of Bachutz, Rabbi Yezer actually wouldn't have an issue with that because the Brisa says, that Rabbi Yezer agrees with the Chachamim that if someone divorces his wife saying that you're allowed to marry everyone except for Bob and then she marries someone else before marrying Bob, that would be okay as long as there's a marriage in between. Rabbi holds that Ella means Almanas, that it's a Tanai. Now the way we respond to Rabbi Akiva's Dover Acher, right? The fifth of our shlugups, of our oppositions, is that we should have a Kava Choymer that if she's also for Kohuna, which is only alive, she should definitely be ushered to everybody else as an Ashish Ish. Now, over there, if we're assuming that Ella means unconditional, Manas, and they are a little divorced because it would be Znus, Elamai must be that he understands, that Rabbi Akiva understands Elo to me Bachutz. The problem is that Rabbi Akiva in the first version held that Elo means Almanas. So, what does he hold? Is Elo Almanas or is Elo? Chutz, Serbia. Kiva actually heard both, that Ella can mean Chutz or Amanas, so he had two kashas in either version. So Gemara asks, what's the whole, what's his problem? I mean, he's saying that you should have a Kava Chaymer from Kahuna to Ishish to the rest of the world. We could just say that Kahuna is different. We know Kahuna is different. We have special Chumas by Kahuna. The Gemara answers that Eliezer, he himself, would Aser Kahuna, he holds that it's the same as Eshish Ish. I brought this down, like Rabbi Yanai. Meaning, that was Rabbi Akiva's Kasha and Rabbi Yezer, meaning, Lishitasoi, according to Rabbi Yezer, we should have a Kalva Chaymer. The Rava holds Rabbi Yanai in the name of Azokin Echad, like we brought earlier, that the divorce would work even if she's only divorced from one person. So the, the Isser of a Gerusha to coin may in fact be worse than Eshish So you don't have that Kavachimer. Now Rabbi Yeshua's response to these four is again, don't wake up, wake up, mess with a lion after he passed away. We, we don't argue with Eliezer now that his, he's no longer with us. His Psaq stands. 
Does that mean that really, the Yeshua holds like Eliezer? I Rabbi Yeshua himself asked Akasha, I, why are you poking the bear? No, so Rabbi Yeshua is saying, I also have Akasha. But just because we have Akasha doesn't mean that we should wake up the lion. We have to keep our kashas to ourselves. Rabbi Eliezer's sock stands. What was Rabbi Yeshua's kasha? On Rabbi Eliezer, that we find in Abraisa. He says that the first and second marriage, a second marriage has to be just like the woman's first marriage. Just like in her first marriage, she has no attachments to anyone else. The second marriage also has to be without any other attachments. And if she still is stuck with the first husband's tonight, not to marry Bob, then she's not totally free. Kind of like the Croesus Svara. Now, once we're, we're on the topic, we learn that Rabbi Eliezer agrees that if someone divorces his wife and tells her that you're mother to everyone except for Bob, and then she marries someone else before marrying Bob, that's okay. Rabbi Shimon Eliezer asks, how can this third party that she married before marrying Bob be matir the iser that the first husband put on? He who answers it should be the one to matter it. The Gemara says, what are you talking about? We have plenty of cases where one person creates the Isra and someone else does the Hatara. For example, a Yavama. The husband created the Isra. The Chiyuv for her to do Yibam on one of the brothers. And the Yavam, the brother comes and is matir that. The Gemara answers, over there, it was the Yavam who created the Isra. The brothers create the Isra. That'd be the husband. She's fine. If she didn't have any brothers, there's no iser for her to marry other people. Elamai, we find this by Nedarim because if she makes a neder, or if anyone, a man makes a neder, the chacham can come and be it. The Gemara says, that's not a riot. That's special because Yochanan says that the chacham only has the right to be it with that person's charata. So it's actually the, the, the Baal neder himself who is creating the Hatarah there? So the Gemara brings from Hafaras Habal. Right? The wife makes the nether and the husband is made for it. The Gemara again says that's different because your Pinchas says the name of Rava. That over there it only works because the wife's nether is being made al das the husband. So they are also, it's sort of her who's doing the Hatarah. So it's that, the Gemara leaves it with a question. Now, Rebbe Lozer ben Azariah's kasha on Rebbe Lozer was that a divorce minus Bob shouldn't work because the Pesach says krisis, say for krisis. Again, it's something which has to be entirely divisive between him and her. And over here, it's not. What did the Rabbana and all the other shitas, all the other oppos- opposers of Rebbe Lezer, of Rebbe Lozer, do with this Pesach of krisis? I mean, why didn't they use that? If that's the, the good shlug up, why didn't they use it? to disavow, to disallow this get with this Tanai, they used it for something else. And we see in a price that if someone tells his wife, on the condition that you don't drink wine or on the, on the condition you don't go to your father's house forever, that's not a good get because there's something interfering with the crisis. If, if he says you can't go for 30 days, that is a good crisis because she could do that Tanai, 30 days, and then she will be 100% divorced. 
The other sheet that holds that that, that halacha we learn from Kores Krisos. But the other three opposers don't darshan from Kores Krisos, the extra letters in Krisos. Next, Rava tells us, if a husband tells his wife, here's the get on the condition you don't drink wine all of my life, that's not a good get. There's something get interfering with the complete severance. But if he says you can't drink wine for the lifetime of George, some Pliny, that is a good crisis. The Gemara says, hold on, why should there be any difference? If it's all about his lifetime, or rather, if it's all about George's lifetime, that works because George might die. She'll have fulfilled not drinking wine in George's lifetime, and then the get is a good get. Originally, it was a good get, because this was a tonight that was attainable. Why can't we say the same thing about his life? If she doesn't drink wine his entire life, then the moment he dies, she fulfilled her tonight, and it was a good get. LMI. The Gemara says, you're right. The only case when it wouldn't work is if he says, you're divorced on the condition that you don't drink wine all of your life. But if, it, if he says it about his life or George's life, then that would be, in fact, a good nether because that's something that she can fulfill. If it's all about her life, then she's never entirely severed, never fully divorced. Next, Rav asks Rav Nachman, if a man tells his wife, well, here's a get, I want you to be divorced, we're divorced today, but tomorrow we're back together. We're married again. I want this to be a divorce for one day, 24-hour divorce. Does that work? There's a kasha both from Rebbe Liezer and the Rabbonin, because according to Rebbe Liezer, he allowed the exception of Bob in the get. Maybe that was only because everyone else besides for Bob was entirely mutter forever. But over here, she's not mutter to, to anyone forever. It's only for one day. According to the Rabbanan also, they, they don't allow the exception of Bob get because it wasn't a full crisis. But over here, they are fully divorced for 24 hours. Or maybe it doesn't make a difference. So the Gemara answers, well, actually, Rubble himself came up with an answer. He said it's Mistaver that both according to Eliezer and the Rabbanan, since they are entirely divorced for these 24 hours, it is a valid divorce. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.